0: You are listening to Best Life After Cancer, episode number 58. Today, I will talk about my why that helps me follow my plan for healthy eating and limiting alcohol. This is a necessary step to help you create a plan and stick to it. Welcome to Best Life After Cancer. I'm so glad you're here. This is the podcast where cancer survivors and caregivers can get solutions and support to overcome the life challenges brought by their cancer diagnosis. If you are ready to release your fear, regain your joy, and reduce your risk, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Butzbach. Hey, friends. We are just getting home today from a week in Maine with my parents, my family, my brother, and his family. It's a little bit crazy. I'm doing this podcast a little bit last minute, but I really want to get it done and out to you guys tomorrow. I just want to take a minute and tell you about how great our week was. We have gone to the same place in Maine every year since I was born, and I think I only missed two summers, one during medical school and one when I was pregnant with the twins. They were born in August, and before that, the doctor didn't recommend an extended car trip. And after that, we were trying to survive newborns. We did go when Miles was born, also in August. We went up when he was only 10 days old, which I have to say was maybe a bit crazy. This annual tradition is part of what keeps me centered and whole, a respite of sorts. 10 days, no TV, no laptop, outdoors with family. We did four good hikes, played cards and board games. I did some paddle boarding, although not as much as some years, as this year was cool, windy, overcast, and most days the lake was pretty rough. I read a whole book, sitting on the deck in the breeze with a beer. It was heaven. The book, by the way, was The Midnight Library. I loved it, and you should definitely check it out. It is such fun to watch my and my brother's kids interact. I have four boys, and he has three girls. The kids are allowed to be with whatever part of the family they want to hang out with. My youngest spent all of his time playing in the lake or making mud pies with my brother's two youngest daughters, and he slept in my parents' cabin every night. I feel like I barely saw him. My brother's oldest daughter teamed up with my three older boys for hikes, games, and more. My brother has a little second-hand catamaran that I think he bought before we had kids, and he and I will often go for a sale, just us not talking, just enjoying the wind and the waves and the views. Yesterday we sailed back into a shallow off the beaten path harbor and spent an hour hunting for cool driftwood. My husband spends hours dragging the kids behind my parents' tiny beat-up workboat on the hot dog we've had for more than 10 years. The goal being to see how quickly he can throw them off it and into the water while they hang on for dear life. All of us eat our meals together, and each family takes turns making a meal. If there is one thing I wish I could give to each of you, it is a week like that every year with your family, just being together and enjoying each other's company. You don't need a fancy, all-inclusive hotel, a top-of-the-line speedboat, or the Hamptons to find perfection, I think. I'd love to hear how you spend your family time. We drove home today, and I wrote the podcast as we drove. My kids were snoozing in the back. My husband was chuckling beside me, listening to comedy. Even the dogs were quiet. All you could hear was the tapping of the keys as I typed, my husband's occasional giggles and snorts, and the rain on the windshield. I am recording this now that I'm home, and I'll edit it quickly tonight and get it out to all of you. Enough about that. Let me tell you what you came here for. Today, I'm going to teach you one of the early lessons from my post-cancer weight loss program, To help you understand some of the work we do in the program. Today's lesson is on creating an unshakable reason to lose weight or stop drinking, and then brainstorming how this answers all of the excuses you might have to stray from your plan. In the program, we also work to uncover the reasons why you eat or drink even when you plan not to, which let me assure you is not just because you're a foodie which is what I really, truly believed my issue was before I lost weight. Also in the program, we develop a framework that includes a good food and alcohol plan, and I teach you how to stick to it without using willpower. We deal with the setbacks and bumps in the road in a way that fosters growth instead of further derailment. The program is a safe harbor, with other cancer patients struggling with similar issues of fear, changes in body image, testing anxiety, and metabolism changes. It provides accountability and motivation. The weight loss program is enrolling now, and I will begin the class on September 7th of 2021. If you're unaware of what I offer, I have a three-month group weight loss coaching program. It includes weekly group coaching via Zoom, teaching videos, self-directed worksheets, a group site where you can interact with other members, and more. I have had great success with my first two weight loss coaching groups. With all the patients who showed up and did the work losing weight, but more often with them citing the life changing results of improvements in fear, improved body image, and creation of a healthy lifestyle to maximize cure rates as the real wins in the program. This program does not include any drugs, surgeries, or unsustainable techniques to lose weight. It is not an alternative to proven medical care for cancer but it helps to create a lifestyle that increases odds of cure by taking steps that decrease risk. I will tell you at the end of this how to get more information and sign up for a mini-session to discuss whether the program is a good option for you. Okay, so to follow your plan, you need to have a compelling reason why. This must be more compelling than the reasons you want to eat. I am going to go through my most recent brainstorming on this, as I have had a time lately that I have struggled more with food than I had in the past 18 months. You brainstorm all of the reasons you want to be at a healthy weight and all of the reasons you want to eat and drink off plan. Then you use the reasons why you want to be healthy to override the reasons you want to eat. So I will give you my list of why I want to be at a healthy weight. First is my brain health. My father Both of his sisters and his mother all developed significant, life-altering dementia. I truly believe that a diet that keeps me thin and with healthy arteries will decrease my risk of dementia. This is important because I want to be here physically and mentally to enjoy retirement, my grandchildren, and more. I want to stay mentally intact to continue this new work I am doing creating a community for cancer patients to thrive. I also want to reduce my risk of diabetes. I had gestational diabetes with the twins, which significantly increases the risk of getting diabetes later in life. With diabetes comes the risk of neuropathy, visual issues, and more that I would like to avoid. I want to reduce my aches and pains. I have a lot of joint pain when I eat a lot of flour and when I'm heavier. This makes it hard to sleep because my hips hurt when I lay on my sides and I feel ancient when I first get up and walking. I want to be better able to be active and keep up with my husband and kids. When I weigh less, I can hike faster and longer. I can run and jump and have more energy for active pursuits. When you hike, if you have extra weight, It's like putting dumbbells in your pack and carrying them with you for miles and miles. I want to have less thoughts about food, less focus on what I want to eat, less of my life revolving around food. I want to be a role model for my patients and my clients. I want to wear white pants in the summer and have them look good. I want to put on pants or jeans and not have to feel like they are always tight on my butt or thighs. I want to minimize my GI issues. I have belly pain if I have dairy, and flour isn't great either. When I eat them, I feel sluggish and unwell. I want to be true to myself and my long-term goals. Now, I brainstorm why I might want to eat or drink off my plan. Reasons might be, I want to feel better in the moment. I've been so good, I deserve it. The food looks good. I think it will taste good. The day was stressful and I deserve a treat. I need a pick-me-up. I am bored. I am anxious. I want food to entertain me. Because someone made it for me and I don't want to disappoint them. Notice, these are all thoughts, not facts. We might not even be aware of these thoughts in the moment. When we have a thought hundreds or thousands of times, we relegate it to the lower part of our brain and it becomes a habit because our brains want simplicity and ease of processing. So you may not be aware of the thought, you may just feel the urge. If you allow the urge to be there and don't eat the food, you can become aware of what the thought is that brought on the urge, then we can address them. I might want to drink alcohol off of my plan. I want to relax after a hard day. I want to be entertained. This party or gathering or event is boring without alcohol. When I am out, I may think I'm getting tired and I know a few drinks will help me get over the hump. So how can I leverage my compelling reasons to overrule the reasons I want to eat? I take each reason I want to eat and apply one of the reasons I don't want to eat that fits. Let me show you how I did this with each of my examples. A thought I have about food. I want to feel better in this moment. I answer this with, what I want is to feel better lifelong, without neuropathy from diabetes or joint pain from obesity. If I eat to feel better for 20 minutes, it is going to bring me years of feeling poorly. I have been so good and I deserve it. My answer, what I actually deserve is a full, long, healthy, active life without Alzheimer's. It looks good. My answer, yes, it looks good now but my other option is for me to look good all summer in white pants. It will taste good. My answer, first, it often doesn't taste as good as I think it will. Second, tasting good is just a minute. Feeling good is forever. I am stressed out and it will help. My answer, I will feel less stress now, but more stress over the upcoming weeks when my pants are too tight and pinch and squeeze. I need a pick me up. My answer, what I need is to be in a healthy body that isn't always tired, achy, and needing a pick me up. Someone made it and I don't want to disappoint them. My answer, I don't want to disappoint myself, my patients, and my clients. I want to be true to myself and my long term goals. And why do I need a friend who pushes food? We definitely have to talk about that. I am bored and food will entertain me. My answer, I want a healthy body so my life can entertain me with hiking, swimming, skiing, ballroom dancing, and more. What about alcohol? I want to relax after a hard day. My answer, it will be even more relaxing to take a walk and it won't have a downside. This party or event is boring without alcohol. My answer, if it really is boring, it's okay to go home and do something I actually want to do and not drink to try and make it fun or I can stay and just let it be boring. In the moment, I often tell myself, I don't need a floofy drink to sugarcoat the event. If it is boring, I can either choose to stay and make it fun or leave. Everyone is doing it. This goes for food and alcohol. My answer, it can be keeping up with drinking with everyone here or keeping up better with my family on hiking trails, which will bring me more long-term happiness. I am getting tired and a few drinks will perk me back up. My answer, I will be more perky tomorrow if I don't drink too much today so I can sleep well tonight and feel good tomorrow. It's okay to be tired and go home. I work hard. I hope you can see there is no one answer fits all. If I only have one reason, it will be harder to overcome every scenario. This brainstorming work is something we talk about a lot at the start of the Best Life After Cancer Weight Loss Program, and it really helps to hone and focus people on why losing weight or stopping drinking is important to them. If the program sounds amazing, which it is, take a look on the website, bestlifeaftercancer.com, under services to learn more and read a few reviews. You can sign up for my newsletter and get first access to sign up for the free webinars I am doing in August as well. I hope to see you there. Have a great week, and I'll talk with you soon. Thanks for listening to Best Life After Cancer. Did you know you can get more information on my website, bestlifeaftercancer.com? There is also a Facebook page, Best Life After Cancer MD, where there is a group just for survivors. Here you are able to interact with me, ask questions, and get more help. I'd love to see you there. Have a great week and I'll speak with you soon.